It's time for the Tri-County Equipment Get Stuck on Sports Podcast. Here are your hosts, Dennis Stuckey and Brady Beaton. All right, welcome aboard, Dennis and Brady, Tri-County Equipment Get Stuck on Sports uh, Podcast. And uh, it's going to be about girls basketball to start, but there was a lot of boys basketball played last night, so we will have a segment on that too. But the Some, districts are underway for the uh, the ladies, and uh, the weather kind of got in the way of Monday. So I still had my two Monday, yeah, the, uh, but everybody else got delayed and played yesterday. So yes, they did, and while we have a few conference title races, at least with some clarity. Uh, Brown City clinches the outright league title in the GTC East. You have Cross-Lex has clinched a share, so now it comes down to one game for Richmond. I thought they still had two left. No, Cross-Lex only has one, but Richmond had the reschedule, so that's why they had one left. Yeah, but uh, I didn't see a Richmond-Yale score. Yeah, they won. Richmond won. Okay. Yeah. I didn't see that score, so you'll have to tell me about it when we get to that segment. I will. All right. Uh, And we'll get to that segment and more in just a little bit, but it's ladies first when we come back. When you run with us on a Gator UTV, the engine has your full attention. The herd takes notice. And the trail meets its match. Because with effortless four-wheel drive and our smoothest shifting transmission yet, nothing runs like a deer. Search John Deere Gator for more. Contact one of Tri-County Equipment's 10 locations in Bad Axe, Birch Run, Burton, Carroll, Fenton, Lapeer, Marlette, Reese, Saginaw, or Sandusky, or visit Tri-County Equipment online at tricountyequipment.com. Buying or selling a home? You need an experienced company standing ready to help you with all your real estate needs who is committed to making you the client number one. O'Connor Realty hung out its real estate sign in the city of Marysville almost 40 years ago to help the good people of this community buy and sell their homes. O'Connor Realty provides access to free, no-obligation home valuation reports prepared by a licensed realtor with no hidden fees. Located at 2801 Gratiot Boulevard, Marysville, give O'Connor Realty a call at 810 364 for all your real estate needs, O'Connor Realty, small enough to know you, large enough to serve you. Brady Bean here again to tell you about TP Logos. TP Logos has everything you could want when it comes to local high school apparel. Head to their store at 901 Michigan Avenue in Marysville and check out their brand new extended showroom. Their already impressive selection has now doubled. I guarantee if you go into TP Logos, you will find something you love for your local team. If they don't have what you like, they'll custom make something just for you. That's TP Logos at 901 Michigan Avenue in Marysville. Marysville. Mattress King has been locally owned and operated for over 40 years. With locations in Port Huron, Richmond, Lapeer, Chesterfield, and Hall Road, they are the best one-stop shop for your sleeping and mattress needs. Mattress King carries all the top brands such as Serta, Stearns & Foster, Sealy, iComfort, and Tempur-Pedic. Not only do they have the best prices and best service in the area backed by hundreds of five-star reviews, they also offer interest-free financing and no-credit check programs for those with less than stellar credit. Once you get your mattress, they offer free local delivery on all purchases $6.99 and up. When you think sleep, think Mattress King. Clean by Bachelor has been faithfully serving the Blue Water area for over 25 years. Whether you are commercial or residential, if you need carpet cleaning, stain removal, upholstered furniture, drapery, or air duct cleaning, call Clean by Bachelor at 810-982-7044 and talk to Mike about their aerated foam process that allows carpet and furniture to dry quickly. From pet stains to odor removal to water damage cleaning and restoration, there's only one call you need to make. Clean by Bachelor, 810-982-7044. 44 Duraclean by Bachelor. Finding that missing shin guard, remembering whether it's a home or away game, getting the right kid to the right playing field on the right day. Why are simple things sometimes so complicated? Thankfully, with auto owners, insurance doesn't have to be one of them. We work with independent agents who keep insurance simple so you can worry about more important things, like not being that fan. Oh, come on, ref. That's simple human sense. For all your real estate and insurance needs, please go to our website at SheridanAgency.com. If you're not listening to GetStuckOnSports.com, that's a personal foul. Your kids, your schools, your sports. All right, uh, before we get started on the ladies' uh, districts, uh, I just because uh, it's real quick here, uh, Gross Point Liggett beat Marysville Hockey 8-0 on Monday in their semifinal. Uh, tough break for Marysville, and, and I don't mean to say it that way, but 
that's what it ended up being with Tyler McKinney getting hurt like two minutes into the game. And yeah, Marysville the, had to put a regular skater in as their goalie. Yeah, that kind of takes away um, a, a lot of your, your chances. So a tough way to end the season for Marysville. It would have been a tough game regardless, and you lose your senior goaltender that's been one of your rocks. That That's a tough pill to swallow, and, and – so hockey season kind of comes to a quiet end for the area. Yeah, uh, Anchor Bay will play Dakota tonight uh, down in Mount Clemens in a regional uh, final, uh, but Dakota's pretty tough, and that's their home rink. So we'll see how that goes. All right, the ladies uh, were supposed to start districts on Monday. The weather hampered just about everyone. It actually it hampered you a little bit because you didn't start on time. Yeah, they delayed it a the half hour, which... But you right. did get your game in, and that was in. the only district that did. Yeah, so uh started with Algonac Marine City, and I'll be honest, I think Marine City was focused on Marysville. I think they were ready for Marysville, and they saw this as a formality. They saw this as just something they had to do, and Algonac did not go quietly. They played stingy defense. Dennis, at the half, it was 14-7. to it was lockdown defense for both sides, and Algonac was playing the game they needed to play if they wanted to be in this. Because if you run, if you, they were running up and down trading buckets, I'd like the scores for Marine City a little more. But Algonac kept it close, scored a few buckets to start the third quarter. Marine City ultimately got it to a nine-point lead, and they were playing a slow game, so Algonac couldn't come back and really get do much with it. Marine City got a 34-25 win. Jade Blanchard had 17 for Marine City. Ella Stevenson had 12 for Algonac. Those are the only players in double figures. In fact, for Marine City, the next highest scorer had five points in Paige Nelson. Wow. So not a whole lot from Marine City. Again, Algonac played well defensively, but it really felt like Marine City was had their eyes focused on the Vikings. Well, I mean, all you got to do is win the game, the bottom line. Right. You like to win the game, uh, you know, as cleanly as you you can. But, again, nobody remembers the Algonac score if you beat Marysville. Right. Right. And they get there, so no harm, no foul. But I know Marine City has a lot more in the tank, and I'm guessing we're going to see a lot more tonight when they play because – you know this Marine City team can be good. They're 0-2 against Marysville this year. Really hard to beat a team that third time. Uh, and I want to give Algonac a little credit, too, because uh, they've been much more competitive the second half of this uh, season. They have that big win against North Branch, and they've played several other teams tough. So that they played Marine City to a, a closer game than, than they probably would have the first half of the season. Yeah. Shows that they made a marked improvement. They were the only BWAC team to beat North Branch. Yeah, so they have the they have that one feather in their cap. They kept North Branch from a perfect league season, and what only North Branch's second loss on the year. Yeah. So you knew Algonac was capable of it. They just couldn't get the shots to fall, and Marine City was making just enough. I mean, thirty-four points isn't a lot, but when you hold the other team to twenty-five. That nine-point win feels like 25. That There was never really any big threat in the fourth quarter of Algonac coming back. All right, so you had a second game. I did have a second game, and this one looked for a little bit like it was going to be the, the same. St. Clair and Richmond, and Richmond another team that doesn't have a good record but has improved. End of the first quarter, it's 10-8, to St. Clair in the lead. Start of the third, Liz Co- or start of the second, Liz Coker hits a three to make it 11 10, and you're going, uh oh. <laughs> and you know, the St. Clair fans are going, uh oh. Liz Coker's not missing. She has 11. We're maybe nine minutes into the game, and yikes. And then St. Clair went on, I believe, a 17 0 run or a 16 0 run. And it was curtains after that. It was 23-11 at the end of ha- at the uh, half, 37-14 going into the fourth. And St. Clair Cruz, they hadn't played in a while, so it looked like a team that was knocking off some rust. But Richmond gave them a gave them a heck of a fight. But St. Clair did kind of what I ultimately thought they were going to do. Yeah, they they pull away, take a what 47-31 win. 
uh, in that one. Uh, and we'll talk more about the matchups for tonight's games in a moment. But St. Clair and Marine City were the favorites in these two games. They needed to win. They got the job done. We now have the semifinals that we hoped for, uh, which means we'll probably get a really good final here because now there are four good teams with solid records who are all dangerous and who we think could all win. Um, there's one team I'm leaning towards, but we'll get more into that um, because you, again, brought up the good point. Hard to beat somebody three times. It is, but how about Allie Komarowski? She had 16 for St. Clair. That's a nice performance for a young player for the Saints. And I know, Dennis, you've liked the way she's played earlier in the year. She's been a little hit or miss, but that's kind of what you expect from young players. She had 16. Liz Coker had 15 for Richmond. I saw her last year, and I thought she was a nice player on a struggling team. Liz Coker might be one of the better BWAC girls players next year, especially with some of these seniors leaving. Yeah. Uh, again, we look at the state of basketball in our area, and it's a lot of young players well, you're gonna who are going to be around for a You're going to have a changing of the guard next year in both boys and girls. Yeah, um, and, and, and some good players. All right, so everybody else got held over until last night because of the weather. Uh, only one game in uh, the D1 district at Lance Cruz North, but it was Lance Cruz North and PH getting together for the third meeting this season. And the first meeting, PH won back on January the 11th at Lance Cruz North, 28-20. to Then the two teams played a couple of weeks later at PH. Lance Cruz North won 31-27. to so you had had two very low-scoring, very grinded-out games. I kind of joked in pregame, first team to 30 tonight has got the best chance to win the game. And at the end of three quarters, it was 28-25. to 25. So they were having another very defensive-minded, kind of physical game. A lot of whistles uh, in this one. Um, the third quarter, or the fourth quarter, was a lot higher scoring than the rest of the game. Um, and Lance Cruz North had 25 going into the fourth, and they finished with 43. So they scored 18 in the fourth uh, quarter, uh, and PH added 13 in the fourth quarter. PH got a three from Izzy Tremblay 15 seconds into the game, and they never trailed until there was 2.31 to go. But before they fell behind, something extremely significant happened. With 3.13 to go in the game, Deja Brown fouled out for PH, and she was having a monster game. They had no one to match her length and size in the post, and she had scored 18, had well over 10 rebounds too. And if PH could get her the ball down low, they could not stop her. The, the, the Crusaders just didn't have an answer for that. The other thing that it was doing is that Lance Cruz North's big scorer was Michaela Downs. She knocked down a couple of threes in the first half, but most of her points were coming on free throws because with Brown in the game, they, they couldn't get the ball into the paint and score. She, she'll block the shots or, or, or at least force them to change how they're putting the shot up. Right. Uh, and there were a lot of misses, and they weren't getting much in the post. As soon as Brown was out of the game, all of a sudden Downs could get to the basket, and she made some layups and some drives, including eventually the winning bucket. But before the winning bucket, Lance Cruz North with 231 to go, went ahead by a point. They stretched that out to a five-point lead, but PH battled back, and Izzy Tremblay knocked down a three with 20 seconds to go to tie the game at 41, but PH didn't have any timeouts left, and Lance Cruz North brought the ball up. I thought they were going to hold it for the, and take have Downs take the last shot. Well, that's usually what happens in that situation. But uh, Downs kind of lulled everybody to sleep, and then she just exploded down the lane, got to the hoop, set up the floater off the glass, and it went with six seconds to go. But now, you know, a, a made basket, six seconds to go. You don't have any timeouts. There's chaos. Right. you got to gather the ball, 
get it out of bounds, get it back in bounds. Lance Cruz North has got everybody up pressuring. Right. And, and PH barely got the ball to midcourt and time was running out. They never even got a shot up. Um, and so the game ended 43-41. And, and you, you walk away with kind of a bad taste because I felt like for the whole game, PH was just a little bit better than Lance Cruz North. And Lance Cruz North played well for two and a half minutes last night and won the basketball game. Sometimes that's how that's how it goes. Um, and, and I contend if Brown doesn't foul out, PH doesn't lose. And that's the other thing. Brown was having the big game, and you had her for all but the, the most important three minutes of the game. Yeah. Um, Williams had a good game. Ileana Williams playing with a big brace, uh, scored 13. Um, Trombley had the eight. PH was shorthanded uh, two. They didn't have uh, Brylan Balon. They didn't have uh, Mashaila Hughes. Um, and uh, Kalen Struthers didn't play uh, either. So you're missing three bodies. But you know what? Um, I thought Ava Weber played a strong game for them. Uh, Bryn Mullins got mm-hmm. to play a lot, and I thought Bryn did a good job in there, a, a young player. Uh, Mosier was another one who got a lot of uh, minutes uh, and I thought had uh, a good ball game uh, while she was in there. And then, obviously, Brown had a monster game. And you expect getting 21 points from Williams and Trombley. Right. You know. that um, was They scored enough to win. Yeah. It's actually one of the times where it was the – I don't want to say the defense that let them down because 43 points isn't really letting them down. But if you would have told me Port here on score was 41, I thought they'd be playing tonight. Well, they, they, they only gave up three field goals in the first half. And they only gave up one two-point bucket in the first half. Um, Lance Cruz North was getting to the line a lot. Um, and uh, they had, one. let's see here, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14 of their 43 came at the free throw line. And they missed a lot. PH had six points at the free throw line, and they probably missed half their free throws. And that's the first thing you can always point to in a loss is missed free throws. Mm-hmm. So there were times, and it was also weird because Lance Cruz North pressures the ball, and there were times where, where it bothered PH, and then there were other times where they broke it no problem. Isn't that kind of their season in a nutshell? Yeah. Like just they, they took the theme of their whole season and put it into one game, and they come up just a bit short. But I just – when Izzy hit the three – I thought PH was going to pull it out. Like, I thought they'd, they'd get a stop. Right. Uh, and, and maybe get the game to overtime and settle things down. But that just didn't happen. Uh, Michaela Downs, she's not Brooke Daniels. But she does a lot of things that are similar. Right. Just not, obviously not at that level. Yeah. And she finished with 20. So that's a big game. That is uh, and, and it was And it was game. clear. It became very clear during the course of the game that that was their go-to player, that right. that's who they – if she doesn't score, we don't win. Right. So that was the one game in D1. Anything else on this one? No, I mean, you know, you know, we, we, we had a quirky situation where the scorekeeper got thrown out of the game. Well, and not, not thro- completely I've, thrown I've out of the gym. I don't know if I've ever the, seen that. The, 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 the official made him leave the scorer's table and go sit in the stands. They basically put him in timeout. Yeah. Um, he Which, didn't say anything, but after an, an exchange where it looked like there was a turnover, but they gave a timeout to Lance Cruz North right. and gave them the ball back, and he kind of threw his arms up in the air in disgust about it, and the official saw it, and he walked all the way down <laughs> and all, read him the riot. All I'm going to say is it might have happened about an hour and 29 minutes into a, a certain broadcast. So, And, Dennis, you sit at the scorer's table. Yeah, I, I, I was quiet, and you can actually hear so the, the ref yelling Maybe about a, no, an hour and 29 minutes in, if you listen, <laughs> maybe you'll hear something. But, yeah, I've never seen a scorekeeper get put in timeout. I've seen them get texts. I've seen them get thrown out of games. I've never seen an official go, you can't sit here. You have to move back six feet. Because <laughs> that's really all you're telling them to do. Yeah. Well, I think you went a couple rolls up. Okay, uh, so it, 10 feet. It, 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 anyways, um, it didn't matter because PH ended up stealing the inbounds pass and getting the ball back anyways. 
Right, but that was the to me that was the the irony of the whole situation is you're like, oh, they might have made the wrong call there, and I don't know, I don't know when they asked for the timeout, and he might have just been slow blowing the whistle, um, but might have made the right call, but in the end, it didn't matter because Ileana Williams was guarding the inbounds, she deflected the pass straight up in the air and caught it. This ball don't lie, <laughs> but still I. Bizarre to see a scorekeeper get removed from the table, <laughs> but not removed from the game. Like, what? Yeah. What's the distinction? Yeah, because he didn't say anything. So it then, was, don't remove him. It was just the you know, but it's human nature. It's and you were right next to him. As far yeah. as you could tell, it wasn't anything egregious. He no. wasn't like making a spectacle of it. It was just the team he was rooting for didn't get a call, and he put his hands up in the air, and uh, you'd have thought he told the official he was number one twice over. Yeah. Well, the the, the other one, and, and I haven't talked to you about this one, the other one, I, I don't know what really happened, was Brown had a block, mm. just a NBA monster off the back wall block. Tried to pop the basketball, um, like Julia and, Gilbert used to do. And, 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 and it was awesome. And... They gave her a T, and I don't know if she celebrated. I don't know if she said something to the other girl because you can't do that. This right. is high school basketball, and you can't say something to your opponent. I don't care how cool your block shot is. Right. You can't. I don't know, but because I don't know, I don't like the T, especially knowing that later on she fouled out of the game, and a T counts as a personal, as a personal foul. And – yeah, again, you could you could say some magic words, and in a gym that loud, it's you you won't be able to yeah. hear it. Because but knows? if it but if it's just she blocked the shot and you know naturally reacted like yeah you will like you can especially s- in heated battle. There's difference between celebrating and showing up, yeah. people. And if you so, celebrate, yeah, you shouldn't get a T. If she showed somebody up, then yes, she deserved the the technical foul. If she was just like pumped about blocking a shot. I think you got to use discretion there when, and not call a T. Was there much? And just let the excitement take care of itself. Was there much pushback when they told Coach Rogers uh, what happened? Mm. Like when the official came over and told Coach what happened, was she like annoyed or did she just go, oh, that makes sense? Okay. Uh, no, because I, I, I was. You know, I'm paying attention to who's going to shoot the tech and all right. that, and let the let that discussion take care of itself. I don't really know how much of a discussion there was. Um, you know, Stacy's not one that that because I was next to the bench though, and during the game, she's not one that runs up and down barking at the officials. Right. She's talking to her girls and using you know teaching situations, and this is what I want. You need to be here so we right. can break this press. And, this is how I want you to, to – and she doesn't really yammer at the officials too gotcha. much. So I don't even know if she asked what the call was about because I'm paying attention to, all right, well, who's going to shoot the free throws? And, of course, it was Michaela Downs, and, of course, she made both of them. Right. <laughs> all right, let's go Division Two. Caro survived a scare against Almont 56-43. This was a two-point game going into the fourth quarter. Yeah. And Carroll the, pulled away. At the end of three, it was 39-37. Carroll was up by two. So they clearly had a big fourth quarter in this one. Uh, and uh, they apparently have a stud. <laughs> well, I want to get the girl's name uh, for you. But uh, Almont gave them a, a good fight. And, again, a team that got better through the end of the year. They just... We're in a tough district and had to have a tough draw right off the get. Yeah. Adeline Moore is the young lady's name. A thousand points and a thousand rebounds in her career at Caro. That's all right. And uh, and my scout says she's got game. <laughs> well, she'll get to test it against North Branch on Wednesday. But the more surprising result, Croslex beats Yale and not – Necessarily, the fact that Croslex won that was the surprise. Croslex beat Yale forty-eight to twenty-six. It wasn't close. Yeah, that 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 score surprised me more than the result. Although, 
It's an upset. If, if, if we were doing picks, I would have picked Yale to, to win this game. I would have picked Yale, too. But I really Lex, like what Crosslex has been doing, but wow. Are, can Crosslex pull two upsets up in a row? Back-to-back well, nights? I mean, we, we have kind of, you know, we have been kind of saying Emily City's a little vulnerable. But, uh, you know, if, if you blow out Yale and then you beat Emily City, wow. That's that's a great two games in playoff basketball. Yeah, back to back nights. I'm see. I I, I don't want to say Cross Lex is going to beat it, but if there's going to be an upset tonight, it feels like Cross Lex beating Emily City could be one that's ripe for the picking. It has the ingredients for that upset. But but either way, Brady. I mean, I don't care if they get blown out tonight. You think about this team. And where it was last year, right? And with basically the same group of girls, the the strides that they have made, and like we're we're looking at it as we think Crosslex is going to be pretty good next year. Yeah, they have a lot of young girls that are really, really I mean, solid. This is a team that struggled to win a couple of games a year ago, and struggled at times to score baskets in games, and now they've won a playoff game. Yeah. Yeah, and they're, and we're talking about them a chance to knock off MLA City. And if you would have asked us at the beginning of the year if that was ever a possibility, we probably would have said no. Yeah, no, it wouldn't even have been on our radar that it would be an interesting game. Exactly. So, uh, KPAC beats Landmark 34-19. Brown City over Mayville 52-29. CPS routes Caseville 41-13. And Ubley over Owen Gage 39-26. And that was it for the quarterfinals of districts. Yeah. Um, Harbor Beach and Laker were supposed to play. They never reported a score. Well, if we find that, we'll let you know. Yeah. So uh, that's what's going on there. That's what's been played. We'll take a break, and we'll tell you what's going to be played tonight for the ladies because of the weather. They don't get a day off between games. they got to go right back at it tonight with the semifinals now for the districts, and we'll talk about that in a moment. Get ready for outdoor fun at Alpine Cycles in downtown Port Huron. Skateboards, bikes, longboards, and accessories. They have everything you need to enjoy the warm weather. Alpine Cycles offers the best selection, and they're always getting new daily arrivals. Stop by Alpine Cycles today at 762 Huron Avenue at the corner of Huron and Glenwood or call 982-9281. Open Monday from 10 until 6, Friday and Sunday, noon to 4. When you run with us on a Gator UTV, the engine has your full attention, the herd takes notice, and the trail meets its match. Because with effortless four-wheel drive and our smoothest shifting transmission yet, nothing runs like a deer. Search John Deere Gator for more. Contact one of Tri-County Equipment's 10 locations in Bad Axe, Birch Run, Burton, Carroll, Fenton, Lapeer, Marlette, Reese, Saginaw, or Sandusky, or visit Tri-County Equipment online at tricountyequipment.com. Since 1894, Ameriprise Financial has worked for their clients' futures, helping millions of Americans retire on their terms. Work with Ameriprise Financial Advisor Dave Betts, and together you'll develop a customized plan for your retirement. Discover the one-to-one relationship you deserve. Call Dave Betts today at 810-987-5370. Office is located at 527 Huron Avenue, Port Huron, Michigan. Investment advisory products and services are made available through Ameriprise Financial Services, Inc., a registered investment advisor. Mattress King has been locally owned and operated for over 40 years. With locations in Port Huron, Richmond, Lapeer, Chesterfield, and Hall Road, they are the best one-stop shop for your sleeping and mattress needs. Mattress King carries all the top brands such as Serta, Stearns & Foster, Sealy, iComfort, and Tempur-Pedic. Not only do they have the best prices and best service in the area backed by hundreds of five-star reviews, they also offer interest-free financing and no-credit check programs for those with less than stellar credit. Once you get your mattress, they offer free local delivery on all purchases $6.99 and up. When you think sleep, think Mattress King. Are you getting out of a lease or ready to trade in your vehicle? Stop by Jepson Car Company and we'll be here to assist you. We are constantly buying out lease vehicles and almost always putting money into your pocket. No matter what you owe, we can help. If you don't see your perfect vehicle in our lot, we will help you find it. Our purchasing team has decades of experience to help find the vehicle that is best for you. Call Jepson today at 810-662-3048 or stop by at 5277 Gratiot Avenue in St. Clair. 
This is Nash Phillips. I'm a class of 2022 senior and varsity football player at Port Huron High. As a Port Huron School student, I get to experience an education with the most athletic, extracurricular, and academic opportunities in the region. The district provides personal success for all students because each Port Huron School's journey is unique and special. I know I am supported by my teachers and everyone in the district, both in the classroom and on the football field. I also know they care about my well-being each and every day. Poor Huron Schools have prepared me for anything I choose to do with my future. Please go to www.phasd.us and our social media for the latest updates on Port Huron Schools. If you're not listening to GetStuckOnSports.com, that's a personal foul. Your kids, your schools, your sports. And you're back with uh, Dennis and Brady. All right, it'll be a busy night for girls basketball again uh, tonight. Uh, starting at the top at Division One, PH will t- uh, PA, uh, Northern will take on Anchor Bay, and the second game will be Dakota Lons Cruz North. But Northern and Anchor Bay, no strangers to each other. They're they're league rivals. Uh, that's the the thing about this district is you had three MAC red teams and they all got seated against each other, and you had the two MAC white teams going head to head. So this is a, a a third meeting. I saw the first game up in Northern. It was very early in the uh, the season. Peyton Lee gave the Huskies some problems, but she actually wasn't the the girl that was the big uh, problem. Kachuk was the girl that they couldn't stop. I think she had 26 in that uh, game. Uh, and But Northern, Brady, they've surprised us a, f- a few times this year with their efforts. So while I would say going in, Anchor Bay, who finished second in the white and actually had more wins than anybody else in the district, is the favorite. But what Northern team's going to show up for me tonight and – you know, uh, again, would you be totally shocked if no, there was an upset? No, but Peyton Lee's a problem. They just don't have someone over six feet tall, and she's, what, 6'3", six, 6'4"? Six, mm-hmm. She's got some size to her. She's got some muscle on her. Finding a way to neutralize Peyton Lee is going to be tough. You probably have to do it before the ball even gets to the arc. Because yeah, you got to deny her. Well, I'm saying that you can't even get them in a position to make that entry pass. You have to pressure and make the the ball handlers uncomfortable because you can't teach height, and she is going to be eight inches taller than whoever's guarding her, minimum. She'll be scoring a lot in the paint. Yeah, no, yeah, Northern will have to have a good night shooting, and they'll need one of those nights where they're getting it from everybody. It can't just be one person. Tonight they're they're going to need a group effort. So Jade Freeman's going to have to score. Kate Nichols is going to have to the score. Randles are both Charlotte good. Eastman's going to have to score. Shannon Falco's probably going to have to give them something uh, offensively. Um, and yeah, and it's going to be a group effort to defend against Peyton Lee. Yeah, it's not. You a, can't defend her with one kid, and you can't defend her once she gets the ball near the paint. You have to do the work. Before she gets the ball, and that's you have to stop her by not letting her touch it. That's how you defend it. Because if she gets you sealed in her back to the basket with the basket, game over. Just put your hands up and hope she misses. All right, your games in Armada tonight: Marine City against Marysville, St. Clair against Armada. Ah, these are fun matchups. Right. And before we go into the matchups, Dennis, bear with me. I'm going to read off a bunch of teams. You tell me if any of these teams. That you think any of these teams could win the district that I'm covering tonight, all right? I'm going to go through. There's going to be a, a, a decent amount. East Point. No. South Lake. No. Chandler Park. I don't know anything They're about that. They're 13-6, and six, but I'd guess probably not. Probably not. East English. No. Warren Collegiate. I don't know. Maybe. 8-10. and 10. Oh, no, no. A 6-12 and 12 Warren Regina team. No, I know the name is intimidating, but they haven't been good this year. Lutheran North. Yeah, that that Thir- name thir- always scares me, especially because six. you would be there. Thirteen and six. So I, I, they're they're tough, but could they make it through an entire district and get the win? Yeah, when you when you when you'd have to beat Marine City, Saint Clair, Armada, and Marysville. No, Centerline. I don't think so. Warren Lincoln. Not the girls' team. 
Hazel Park. Doubt it. Ferndale. Don't eight, know much eight about six. Ferndale. Yeah, I, I, I don't know how good Ferndale is. And then Warren Fitz. Fitz is better. They're, they're 20-0 this year, but they played in the silver. Yeah, I mean, the, the, how they, much they have obviously, they been tested? They obviously didn't play Marysville or St. Clair or Marine City. So, the reason I bring up all those teams, those are all the other teams in the region that this the winner of this district will go to. Dennis, I don't care who of these four teams comes out of it. Outside of maybe Fitzgerald, they have to say that the winner of this district's the favorite in the region. Yeah, I mean, I mean any of those teams that I listed. I know Fitz is twenty and zero. Here, I'll pull up Fitz's schedule and see if I can give you their best win because I don't think there's anything really great about. It. They beat Marine City the one time, fifty to thirty six, back in early December. Besides that, I mean. There's not a whole lot of impressive wins. They beat a lot of Max Silver teams, and they hadn't been tested outside the non-conference since that win over Marine City back in December. And they probably didn't really know a whole lot about what Warren Fitz was going to do. Now you're going to have film on them. Now the cat's out of the bag, and now you're going to get a chance to game plan for them. So besides Fitz, whoever comes out of this district has a really good shot at a regional and it's not too often you can say that. No. Uh, it's not too often that your district is probably tougher than your regional. Right. And the it district, does happen from time to time. Right. But. but the district's tough, but it's not the absolute toughest district we've ever seen. There's four really good teams left with Marine City, Marysville, St. Clair, and Armada. But we've seen tougher districts with teams with better records come in. So let's talk about the actual district now. Marine City, Marysville. Both teams 18-4. and four. Can Marysville sweep Marine City three straight times? If anybody can do it, it's Ryan Rash. He's got the test tubes going right now and working up that mucky game plan that they're going to use, and he'll find kids who make shots and get steals and do-in-your-face stuff. My bigger question is what does Marine City do tonight to change what has happened to him the first two times. Have to shoot the three well. And I'll give you the biggest example. In the Algonac game, hey, Jade Blanchard, the slasher, she gets to the hoop. She hit three threes. I bet you if she hits two or more than two threes tonight, Marine City has a damn good shot to win because they pack it in with that one. Marysville's one two two defense. They're saying, all right, we're not letting Blanchard get into the paint. You can try and slash. There's going to be three girls all over you, and we're not even going to let you get the ball. You're not going to be able to dribble drive. You better shoot. Olivia Volkman needs to hit a couple threes. Remember last year in the district finals, Olivia Volkman was the reason they got back into the game shooting threes. Those two need to shoot well. They need to control the glass. They can't let Avery Wolters get second, third opportunities and if the game's going to slow down and it's going to be a 40, 50 possession game, second chance points are going to be big. Yeah, absolutely. They, uh, again, Jocelyn Dietland's one of my favorite players. She needs to to do so. She needs to be a double double tonight for them. And to that's going to be tough for her in this. Though the one two two kind of takes away what Deetland does because she doesn't have a huge size advantage and she's going to be surrounded by Marysville players. They have to try to shoot them out of the zone, get the, the zone moving around a little bit. And when you get that open look, you got to hit it because if you don't, Marysville's just going to sit in that zone, sit in that zone, sit in that zone, and death by a thousand cuts. Them and North Branch are very similar. They'll, they'll get a seven-point lead, but it'll feel like a 17-point lead. Well, that's the other thing. You have to limit your turnovers and your mistakes because that gives Marysville easy buckets, and then it's hard to beat them. Right. Get it over half court, and then take your time. Hey, there's no shot clock. Be very patient. If you have to wait 50 seconds for the perfect shot, go ahead and wait 50 seconds because it's hard on that defense when, when they settle in. Um and don't take four, don't get called for four charges this year. Because remember, that was the big difference at the end of the game last year. The charges called on Marine City. 
So Marysville Marine City is a game we know a heck of a lot about. I have no clue what to expect in St. Clair Armada. Not a one. You know, uh, again, I've seen Armada a couple of times, and and they're going to be at home. This is a, a team that they can turn it up and give you a good effort. They're they're getting healthy. Um, the Upton girls are are two nice players, but um, Sutton can give you something, and and uh, uh, drop again. It doesn't look pretty. But it's effective. The shots go in. So they can be dangerous. But St. Clair should have some advantages with size. That's what I wanted to ask you. And St. Clair is a gritty, sandpapery. Like, if if you could fit teams into the BWAC, St. Clair would fit into the BWAC because they play that sandpapery kind of game. Actually, St. Clair and Marysville would would be teams that, that could play in that league and not really have to make any changes to how they play. So can Armada match the size of Ashland Zimmer and an Audrey Schindler and can they get the rebounds that they need to and stop those post players from their, their, their post players are a little Jekyll and Hyde. When they show up they all, it's almost a guaranteed win if one of Zimmer or Schindler are on. Yeah, it, it's it's going to be a a tough one for them. Um, you know, Pratt, I guess they they don't really have a ton of size. Um, uh, Dara McKenzie could be a player that is a factor in the game tonight and if she is that's good for Armada um but but if if you're if you don't really mention her again they, they just don't have the 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 bigs that St. Clair has um and like Zimmer can take over a, a game like uh, we don't say this a lot about her but but Zimmer could be the difference yeah tonight. her and or, or Schindler with like, their size, yeah, and they don't have to score 20, but if they get 10, 12 points each and they just finish their opportunities around the rim, they control the defensive rebounds, giving Armada one-and-done possessions, that would, might be the difference between St. Clair going to a district final and getting to play one of their rivals or Armada getting a chance to take the district at home. Like I don't know how either of these games are going to go, but I would think the Marine City Marysville game might be a little lower scoring tonight, and I would think that this one has the potential to be a little higher scoring tonight. Yeah, I I really have, again, no idea what to expect. Two teams we're familiar with, two teams that aren't far from each other, but I have no idea how they're going to match up, and it's a fun district matchup tonight. Uh, yeah. Absolutely. You want a fun I, district match. I, I like the games uh, tonight in these how, districts. How about, oh, excuse me, the Yale beat Croslex 48-26. That was backwards. Was it really? At least according to the site, so it must have been reported the wrong way than flipped. I, I got everything from the state, so. So they must have put it, whoever put it in, put it in wrong. Okay. Because I just looked at the bracket and it has it backwards, so at some point, yeah, that happens from time to time. We've had that before, haven't we? Yeah, so that makes a lot, a little more sense. So omit well, everything I, I we mean, just said. I, again, I, I wouldn't have been surprised if Crosslex won the game, but by twenty-two, that did yeah, seem and holding weird Yale to me. twenty-six points, I was like, yeah. heck, all right, Crosslex is everything's clicking for them. But all right, well, they fixed their error, okay. and Yale will play Emily City tonight. And is Yale the team that could upset Emily City? Yes, they are. Uh, the, the, they certainly have a chance um, with the, the Dykstra girls and with, um, I, I like the size with Barr. Uh, and, you know, Martin might be the wild card because sometimes Martin goes off and sometimes Martin doesn't go off. If Martin's scoring, then you know, and you know MLA City's game, they got to be knocking down shots. Right. They are a three-point shooting team. They are, points in the paint are not their forte. And if they're not hitting threes, that's when they struggle. And that's how they kind of lost to Almont. It's because they're not shooting threes all that great. 
But I think the early game at that district is the very intriguing one, Carroll North Branch. A rematch of a game from what, a week and a half ago? From not that long ago where North Branch won 49-43. Actually, the most points North Branch had given up on the season. This is one of probably the biggest matchup tonight, at least in terms of record and what could happen as this goes on. Yeah. Sorry about that. I got distracted for just a second. But you got North Branch and Carl. This is a rematch, mm-hmm. n- number one. And North Branch won the first meeting, so that's probably going to give them some confidence. Not that they need a ton of confidence. Right. Um, but, again, for me, it sounds like carroll has got a stud that they're going to live and die with. So if you can control more, and I don't know if you can control more, because that's always the argument. Do you try to stop that player or do you let that player get what they get and stop the rest of the team? Right. And hope that you can outscore one player. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I just, <sighs> North Branch is so loaded. And they play a boring style of basketball. And I mean that in the most genuine way possible that, they're not going to get players like Bailey Gormley won't get any probably won't get any consideration for all state. Is she an all state caliber player? Probably at least in the discussion, but because of the way they play, no, it's not going to come up because she doesn't have the eye popping numbers. If they played a running gun style offense, could Gormley be a 15 to 20 point scorer a night? Absolutely. But they want to hold teams under 35 because remember, they've given up th- more than 35 three times yeah. this year. Three times this year, they've given up more than 35 points. And then Bickle doesn't have to outplay more, but Bickle just has to have a Bickle game. She has to get her numbers, which is around 15 points and around 10, 12 rebounds. And if she does that, North Branch should be okay. Yeah, I think North Branch is the favorite, and I think they're the favorite the rest of the way in this district. Yeah, I, I, I do too. Because, again, um, the Yale-MLA City, you know, at the start of the year, I'm saying it's an MLA City-North Branch final. But based on how the season has kind of played out here, I think MLA City's a little fragile. Right. Now, I'm not saying they're suddenly a bad team and that everybody can just go in there and, and beat the snot out of them. They're still really good. And I still, even without Lexa Forty, till somebody beats them, they're my favorite in this game. I'm just saying... Yale's got a better chance than what we thought at the beginning of the year. Yeah, and that game's going to come down to who shoots better, too. Yeah. That should be an interesting one. All right. Um, moving on out, we've got uh, at uh, K-Pack tonight, Memphis is playing New Haven. Sandusky's playing K-Pack, and, and that's Sandusky's, Sandusky's to lose. Yeah, you know. I don't mean to be crass, but, yeah, Sandusky yeah. is They're they by are. far and away the best team of the four playing here. Yes. Um, at Parkway Christian, Marine City Cardinal Mooney puts their, what, three-peat yeah. title defense on the line uh, against the host team. New Haven Merritt's playing uh, Austin Catholic in the uh, other semifinal. So Merritt is basically waiting to see who they're going to play in the final. Right. Um, at uh, Peck, Peck and Marlette is the first game. Kingston and Brown City is the next game. Peck, Marlette, and Brown City are all good teams, decent teams, but Kingston is, we think, an elite team. Yes. Kingston is Sandusky in a different division. Yeah. Uh, And then at Deckerville, CPS and Deckerville are one game. Upley and North Huron are the other. Uh, I I, I said earlier in the week, I I think Deckerville is the favorite uh, here, but uh, again... You're playing, it seems like every game you're playing a rival, and so that makes it a little tougher road to go. Um, but I still I still like Deckerville in, in this district. But we'll see when the scores come in tonight. Yes, we will. So we'll get a lot of answers tonight. And, Dennis, I do love district basketball, but the one thing that never gets easier throughout the years is remembering that there's a losing team and you're so excited for the one, but then you see the soul-crushing defeat of the other. That 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 side never gets easier to watch. Yeah, no, not not at all. Like uh, even even last night, um, at the end of it, you're like, oh geez, the 
PH's season is over now. Yeah. And when well, it, when you get the blowouts and you get the seniors getting subbed out, it's like well, that never gets easier to watch. You never get numb to that. Like that that hurts. Yeah. So, but I mean, sometimes though a blowout can like you gradually are preparing yourself. Right. Like you you, you have know the, that it's come. Yeah. The mental. Whereas like the way they went down a basket with six seconds to go and then there's six seconds of helter skelter and all of a sudden you're like, oh, geez. Yeah. You're like, oh, our season's it's, over. It's over and the season's done. Yeah. Uh, th- those are a little tougher. Those are ones that stay with you on the drive home. Yeah. And it, it also depends like were you expecting it? Were you not like. Like, when Marysville beat Lake Fenton, even though that game was pretty much decided in the last few minutes, I don't think the shock wore off for them for a while. And, yeah, but if you go into a game, the underdog, at least you mentally prepare yourself knowing it could be the last game. But, like, I'm there's not going to be a, a, a girl in any game I have tonight that's expecting it to be their last game. No, not at all. So we'll talk about some boys basketball in a minute because, yeah, we had some uh, league title races at least somewhat decided. All right. We'll get to that in just a moment. Buying or selling a home? You need an experienced company standing ready to help you with all your real estate needs who is committed to making you the client number one. O'Connor Realty hung out its real estate sign in the city of Marysville almost 40 years ago to help the good people of this community buy and sell their homes. O'Connor Realty provides access to free, no-obligation home valuation reports prepared by a licensed realtor with no hidden fees. Located at 2801 Gratiot Boulevard, Marysville, give O'Connor Realty a call at 810 364 87 for all your real estate needs, O'Connor Realty, small enough to know you, large enough to serve you. Brady Beaton here again to tell you about TP Logos. TP Logos has everything you could want when it comes to local high school apparel. Head to their store at 901 Michigan Avenue in Marysville and check out their brand new extended showroom. Their already impressive selection has now doubled. I guarantee if you go into TP Logos, you will find something you love for your local team. If they don't have what you like, they'll custom make something just for you. That's TP Logos at 901 Michigan Avenue in Marysville. Marysville. Overhead Door Company of St. Clair County has been serving the community for over 30 years. Located at 5400 Lapeer Road in Kimball, overhead doors are the premier choice for durability, serviceability, and hassle-free performance for commercial and industrial doors. Overhead doors boasts a complete selection of performance and safety-tested commercial and industrial upward-acting doors and manufacture a wide array of styles to meet your needs. Overhead Door Company of St. Clair County, 5400 Lapeer Road in Kimball, call 810 we welcome you to make Port Huron Schools your district of choice. Your child will experience an education with the most athletic, extracurricular, and academic opportunities in the region at Port Huron Schools. We specialize in providing personalized success for all students because each Port Huron Schools journey is unique and special. This year, more than ever, we truly appreciate our families and would like to thank them for their continued support. Please go to www.phasd.us and our social media for the latest updates on Port Huron Schools. Kaywood Auto has been serving the Blue Water area for over 100 years. They have the area's best selection of pickups and SUVs. And now Kaywood Auto is offering corrosion-free rust proofing. Call 987-3030. That's 987-3030 to make an appointment. Voted 2021 Best of the Best and President's Award winner plus 2022 Dealer of the Year, Kaywood Auto is open Saturdays 9 until 2. Visit www.kaywoodauto to make an appointment. Kaywood Auto has been serving the Blue Water area for over 100 years. Hello, this is Tim Sheridan, owner of Sheridan Real Estate and Insurance in Lexington, a family tradition that started back in 1925 with Grandpa Sheridan. Promoting trust, care, and excellence, Sheridan is dedicated to understanding and taking care of all your needs. Respected throughout the community and dedicated, Sheridan is a proud supporter of local activities like high school athletics. For all your real estate and insurance needs, please go to our website at SheridanAgency.com. If you're not listening to GetStuckOnSports.com, that's a personal foul. Your kids, your schools, your sports. All right, welcome back, uh, Dennis and uh, Brady. And, uh, Brady, uh, we did have some boys basketball played last night. Actually, quite a a few games were played. 
Um, uh, Lamphere knocks off uh, Marysville 52-32. to 32. Uh, So the uh, the Vikings still, uh, I, I saw a tweet that the, the coach was, was happy with the effort. Yeah. So, I mean, they're, they're playing hard. It's been better, although uh, this one uh, felt guess, like it should have been closer. This yeah, I, I, I guess I looked at this one and going, you know, the way Mary Sill's been playing lately, they got a chance here, and uh, this is the second time now in, in three tries that Lamphere has done this to an area team recently. Yeah. Because yeah. they nip PH in the, the tournament, uh, and then who was it? St. Clair, Clair beat by 25. Yeah. All right, speaking of 25 or more, <laughs> Crosslex downs Algonac 81-44. to 44 To They can do no worse now than share the league title. Yeah, so That there, was the last. There's the Pioneers again at the top. That was the last league game, I believe, yeah, for Crosslex. And we used to share the BWAC title fourth straight year. And, and I just want to say, when they lost to Richmond the first time, did I not come back and go, that wasn't Crosslex's. You Best said it after, be heard from. after Crosslex lost the port here on Northern. You said they'll win the BWAC. Yeah, they're. I know that it's not Soper and Johnson. I know it's not Townsend, but Kalakovich is good, and their supporting cast is good enough. Yeah, and you know what a weird year it is. They go what nineteen and three, and we're like, ah, they took a slight step back. Yeah, no, they didn't. When when you look at who beat them, right? They, they did lost not. on a half court prayer. They lost to the best team Northern's had in God knows how long, maybe and, ever. And they lost to a Richmond team that's lost one game or two games. Yeah, and that's probably going to share the title with them. Right. They have to play MLA City, and MLA City's playing good basketball. Dennis, fifty-one forty-five win over Armada. What does that say about the Spartans? That they're solid. They went into Yale and got a good win. They beat Armada. MLA City's frisky right now. And with districts on the horizon, could they upset Richmond, who, by the way, is playing really well, a 70-52 to win over Yale? Yeah, see, that, that, that's in the, Yale. That's the problem. And obviously, Yale either stumbled down the stretch here or or they're missing somebody or something because Emily City did this to them and Richmond did this to them. And all right, if it happens once and it's Richmond, yeah. you go, okay, Richmond does that to people. But it happened twice. But Emily City followed theirs up with a win over a really good Armada team that – was a shot away from beating Crosslex and a shot away from beating Richmond. And that that might have been an Armada hangover there of feeling sorry for themselves because they had another tough loss on Friday, and maybe they weren't 100% in it. I don't know. MLA City has some young players, and they're starting to play better. They're not playing like sophomores anymore. They're playing like upperclassmen. And, yeah, that's a... uh, that's an MLA City team that could be dangerous. Now, could they lose their next two games and I look like an idiot? I don't think no. you're gonna, you're going to look bad. I'm just I'm not expecting them to go and, and win districts, but the, they aren't going to be an easy out. And, and we love Xander Nash. He's a really good player. Him, Bo Hun's nice. Yeah, Bo I Hunt's like had a Evans great for them too. He's been a nice player that's come along. And MLA City just. I don't know, they put a few nice wins together at the end. Their record isn't as pretty, but that's because their strength of schedule was tougher. I like the Spartans. If you're Richmond, you cannot be thinking about districts next week. You have to be all focused on MLA City on Friday night. I know you're no one's going to be paying attention. Everyone's going to have the girls' district finals on their mind. You're going to be kind of in the background for what's a de facto BWAC championship game. Your focus has to be on MLA City because if not, MLA City could put a little cherry on top of their second half of the season and ruin a conference title race for Richmond and give Cross Lex an outright title. So I wonder. Well, two things here for Richmond. One, you want to make sure you finish the deal and get a share of the right. BWAC title. You, you don't want the guys to the north to get it all by themselves. That kind of defeats the purpose of what you did all year. Right. And two, you don't want Emily City to have any hope. You want to crush them and say, look, 
we're going to kick your butt tonight, and then we're going to kick your butt in the district. Well, they're not in the same district. But you, you, you know what I'm saying. It's like you're not going to beat us. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, if you're Richmond, uh, this is an important game, and if you can't get focused for winning a league title on the last game of the season uh, and, and having that good feeling going into the postseason – then I, I've got some questions, and, and I, I just, really don't I just have don't expect Richmond them. to do what they did to Yale to MLA City. They're playing well. I know it's at Richmond, but still. Um, Almont beats North Branch 58-54 in another close game. <laughs> that's all Almont does is play and close North games. Branch and Almont, hey, that's a battle between two teams. Struggled in the BWAC a little bit. Uh, Mooney beats Marine City 71-46. Kind of what we expected from Mooney. They're starting to figure it out a little bit down yeah. the stretch. And again, after playing De La Salle, no offense to Marine City, but that game had to feel like it was going in slow motion. Yeah, and and this is what Mooney needed to, to do. Any Anytime you, you play a team that has struggled, uh, you, you want to put up a good showing, especially, again, Mooney starting, we think, to turn the corner here just before the, the most important time to be playing your best basketball. Brown City wins a dist or a district a conference title with the win over Sandusky 54-42. Gaden Muxlow has 18, Clint Ford has 13, and Brown City has now won 19 straight games. They have a perfect conference record. They're doing what we're asking them to do down the stretch, and now they're getting ready for a district and possibly beyond. Yeah, well, I mean, we've talked about this. Um, they've had a great season. Um, you don't want it to end in the uh, the district uh, again. We, we think they're the favorite here. We certainly know they have the best player. Record-wise, it looks like they have the best uh, team. I like that you mentioned Clint Ford's name because mm -hmm. he's a wild card. That, that guy's a great athlete. He's super fast um, and and uh, he can he can play. Kohler's another kid on their team that that can play. Gaden grabs the headlines, rightfully so. When you're scoring 25 a night, like he has 18, and you feel like he didn't have a big game, right? You know, um, uh, again, it's unfair because 18 is a really good game. So Dennis, um, not to look too far ahead, but with Brown City, we're talking about if they get to a regional. It looks like their their likely opponent is Saginaw Nouvelle. They're eighteen and four, and Saginaw Nouvelle can be one of those brand names. But of their four losses, they have some familiar faces. So just I want you to tell me what you think. They lost by three to Genesee Christian. No shame in that. No, that's a good team. They lose by one to Cass City. Cass City's good. They're good, but is that a team that Brown City saying, "Well, if Cass City beat them, we can beat them." Bishop Foley beat them 47-45. You've seen Bishop Foley, not at full strength, but you've seen Bishop Foley, and you've seen Brown City. Did you say Brown City would have a pretty good shot against Bishop Foley? I I do, but again, I, I didn't see Bishop Foley, and they were missing what their coaches told me were their two best players. Right, but still, you have a general idea. Now, Saginaw Nouvelle has beaten Millington. They beat them by eight. So that'll be a little bit of a of a comparison point, but that looks like the team that Brown City would have to go through in a regional semifinal. In the regional final, it would be probably Flint Beecher, if not a team from the thumb. And the regional would be at Unionville Seabwing, so somewhat familiar territory for Brown City. I don't know how much those kids have been in that gym before. Yeah, but I mean, it, it's not a dissimilar gym from all the other gyms, right? In the uh, the thumb area, it's something about it's a nice gym. It's well lit. Uh, it it it's actually kind of spacey and roomy. But there's something about going to a gym you at least know about. Yeah. Like I know if Marysville has to go out and play in Yale, yeah, that's still a forty minute drive. But you're familiar with it. It's just Yale. Where if you take 40-some minutes and you go and play at Utica High School, maybe it feels a little different because you're not used to playing there. It doesn't feel like, even though it's the same drive time, it's not your area, quote-unquote. Yeah. 
I mean, if you can play in pack where everybody's packed in like sardines, right. you're going to feel like you're in the Grand Canyon at USA. Right. I'm just saying, it's, sometimes it's a mental thing like, hey, oh, it's we're just going to USA to play. We're just going to, yeah. to Yale where that district is, or I'm um, sorry, that's where the North Branch Croslex district would be for, for girls. The, the Marysville girls would go to Hazel Park. But I'm just saying a little bit of familiarity. Yeah. But for Brown City, I, I don't want to get ahead of myself. Got to win a district for it. You yes, won you a do. league title. That was step one. Step two, win the district. Marlette beats Ubley 40-38. to North Huron over Carsonville. Port Sanilac 52-48. And Austin Catholic beats Landmark 53-27. And that is everything from yesterday. All right. Where are we tonight, Dennis? Tonight, uh, I'll go back to Lance Cruz North. Northern and Anchor Bay is a 5.30 uh, tip. The winner of that game will advance to the district final and play either Dakota or Lance Cruz uh, North. And, of course, you're headed back to Armada. Yes, I am for a pair of games. And, well, we know someone is going to – we're going to have two teams in the district final. Yeah, um, and uh, i also uh, going to take a moment to pat ourselves on the back. Um, we will do our se- second. The first game will be six ninety nine. The second game will be seven hundred, and Brady's last game will be seven oh one. Wow! So whoever goes live second, whoever, whoever goes live second, so Brady will now delay the start yes, of the broadcast so that he can be uh, the the seven hundred. I have to ask Mister Phillips at Armada if we can start at five thirty five. I've already called ahead, and you got a five fifteen tip, right? Yeah, because Dennis has gotten every mile. So I was supposed to have five hundred. <laughs> see, you didn't even know that this was happening. If no, I didn't not, tell well, you. Seven hundred's not as big, but five hundred was a big. Seven hundred is big. It is, but it's not five hundred. Two guys. This is our third year. We're in the 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 towards the tail end of the winter sports season, but we're still a month of winter sports to go. And you know what we do come baseball and softball. Right. We'll get to in the 800s. Yeah. I mean, I think this – I'm kind of – I'm proud of this. I am too, but I should have had 500. But there was <laughs> one storm cloud above Anchor Bay for a baseball game when St. Clair was there. And I got delayed from a 4 o'clock start to like a 4.50 start. And your 4.30 game started first. Yep. So you had – So you're going to have a leaky ceiling. You'll have something. Power will go out for a few minutes. Something will happen. Yeah, probably. <laughs> My Wi-Fi will go on the Prince. That's the other thing. We had a, I had a just Friday the 13th level of technical difficulties on Monday, and I'm sorry. It started at the beginning of the Marine City-Algonac game, happened in the uh, Armada, Armada-Richmond game. My apologies, but, yeah, sometimes when it goes on the Fritz – Technology has a mind of its own, and you're trying to do everything because if you don't know, when we go off the air, it still records. So when we put the games up later, you can still hear it in its entirety, but you're not hearing it live, so I have to fix it while also doing the game. Yeah. Which is stressful. It's very stressful because you're supposed to be following the game and watching that, and of course... It always happens. The, the, nothing's going on in the game, and then the problem starts, and then all of a sudden there's a flurry of activity and a million things happen w- while you're trying to fix your, your problem and get back oh, yeah. going. <laughs> well, it was like the my, my uh, Wi-Fi hotspot decided to go on the fritz when the bombs were bursting in air for the national anthem, and I'm going, oh, that's great. That's great. No, I'll get like, okay, we haven't had a basket for 17 minutes. Oh, geez, I'm, I'm off. the And you look yeah. to, to go, and all of a sudden, uh, both teams will hit nine straight threes each yeah. in a 37-second span. Meanwhile, you have to play engineer. Yeah. So, anyway, that's enough complaining for yeah, us. Whining. 700 game of uh, Get Stuck on Sports tonight. And I like that it's going to be a playoff game. Yeah, that makes, gives it a little more extra oomph to it, yeah. so. All right, so that's what we have, and uh, we'll uh, get you caught up again on Friday. From Port Huron to Marysville and St. Clair to Marine City, the Blue Water Area is Stuck on Sports.